Get ready to be dazed and infused. Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another great episode of Dazed and Infused. I'm Latham Woodward, your host as always. Tonight, we're really happy to have with us Marcello Leone. He's the CEO of BevCanna, maker of many fine products, but I'm going to let him talk about that a little further. But uh, probably here in California, we're most familiar with Keefe cola and the rest of the Keef drinks, which um, I believe he does as a white label product. And um, if you're on video tonight, you can see that can being held up by Marcello. Uh, Marcello, welcome to the show and thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate you it. Are, you are welcome. We appreciate your time. And I uh, just want to talk to you really briefly about um, the question I ask everyone. What's your historic relationship to cannabis? There you go. You know, it's, uh, it's interesting. We started, we're a diversified health and, health and wellness company, uh, BevCanna. And we uh, specialized in functional plant-based beverages, uh, alkaline water, nutraceutical products, et cetera, as well as uh, infused beverages with CBD and THC, et cetera. And we started about nine years ago when, when I was introduced to uh, this functional plant-based beverage that uh, my wife introduced me to. And she... I used to get walking pneumonia a couple of times a year. So my immune system was very weak and I used to get my a runner's knee every other day. And she introduced me to this plant-based functional beverage that was made with fulvic and humic plant-based minerals. And I identified what the benefits were for me and long and short of it, uh, I didn't get walking pneumonia anymore. And so I saw the health benefits to this incredible functional beverage and uh, ended up, uh, getting this to the uh, commercial markets in Canada and uh, getting Health Canada compliance for the plant-based beverage. And also ended up uh, building out a bottling facility so that we could have a full vertical uh, and, and have this beautiful artesian aquifer that was on our property that uh, was in existence for well over 70 years and has the one of only two natural alkaline 7.7 pH balanced waters that were untouched by man and would go directly into our bottling facility. And built that company for from uh, about nine years ago uh, up until three years ago when we were commercialized and we were selling products throughout Canada, et cetera. Um, with the kind of the inflection point with cannabis came because as federal legalization uh, was, was becoming uh, 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 we, we, we received federal legalization in Canada. It was cannabis uh, 1.0 and then 2.0 when there was a discussion of beverages and uh, we were approached by um, some uh, strategic uh, 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 industry specialists and they asked us if we were interested in doing uh, cannabis infused beverages. That was my introduction to cannabis three years ago where I was really intimate uh, to starting to begin to get intimate with the cannabis plant. And so uh, that's when we started about three years ago and went through the whole process of becoming a beverage manufacturer with our own brands and 
for capabilities for white label capabilities as well. I hope okay. that gives you a good snapshot. Well, it, it does. I just want to ask you a couple of quick questions because sure. nine, nine years ago, um, I don't, what was cannabis legal in the medical market in Canada? No. No, no. Nine years ago, we started in the non-infused products of alkaline water uh-huh. and non-infused products of the plant-based functional beverage. So when you say plant-based, and by the way, for those of you who are just listening at home, he's holding up the trace uh, drinks, one in black and silver and the other in blue and silver. Yeah. Um, what is plant-based? What do you mean by that? So just the audience gets a good idea. Minerals, minerals that are found uh, in the ground that uh, that are deep within the ground and and have uh, 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 mineral substance that, when infused with water, mm -hmm. uh, releases a number of trace minerals in the beverage. And uh, this one is predominant. We're the leader in the space with fulvic and humic plant-based uh, minerals. And when these minerals are infused in the alkaline water it releases a number of trace minerals and with the humic, it turns the water naturally black as well. So it is uh, quite, quite an interesting uh, 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 mixture and uh, tastes exactly like uh, awesome natural spring alkaline water. So these are okay. consumer packaged goods. These are goods that are, are non-infused with any CBD and cannabis. And when it did become cannabis, we had the infrastructure already in place. We had a 30,000 square feet facility where we were uh, producing our own beverages and doing white label capabilities for companies, uh, majors in national major chains in Canada. Mm -hmm. uh, we built that business. And as we entered into our seventh year, that's when you started to see legalization of cannabis and uh, federal legalization up in Canada. And that's when we were uh, we still began the process of uh, looking at uh, getting our standard processing license and becoming a full capable uh, manufacturer for our own beverages and uh, for partners like our exclusive partnership in Canada with Keef, mm -hmm. which is the number one uh, beverage brand in uh, in Colorado. They have eight of the top 10 beverages in Colorado. Oh, yeah, big in California. Huge in California. They have two of the top 10 beverages in California as well. And last year, uh, Keef was... Uh, the number one selling product in units and dollars sold in the United States. So we're exclusive partners in Canada uh, for Keef. Wow. And we also manufacture for a number of other uh, brands and licensed producers in Canada that, that uh, wish to be in the uh, beverage space. Now, and, and just to clarify a couple of things for the vis-a-vis um, -vis the Canadian market, because a lot of our listeners are, are U.S.-based and our second top is in Canada. Um, sure. what, is, what are the rules in Canada? Do you have to have a separate uh, cannabis facility or a sectionalized area of your factory to do drinks? Or what, what, how do you run that? Yeah, so, you know, very compliant. We're the yep. only federally legal country in the world. And we're excited to see the rest of the world become federally legal. Um, uh, and you, everything is isolated and separated. Therefore, uh, we have a 40,000 square foot facility, 30,000 square feet facility, 32,000 is for our CPG products, our natural products that have alkaline water, et cetera. And then we have a separate facility built to code for Health Canada standards where you do all of your infused beverages for CBD, THC, or hemp, et cetera. Also on the same location though. Basically. Same location, completely separate uh, facility. 
I, I love that. And I, I hope um, our lords and masters here in the, in the wonderful United States get the clue and follow Canadian lead on this because that's a certainly smart way to go. I, I really appreciate that. That's fantastic. You know, great comment. And I think that uh, what we're going to see, I think as federal legalization comes, a lot of, I think you're going to see that compliance issue everywhere come up to that standard where Canada is really the leader today in, yeah. in that, uh, that standard of federal compliance. Yeah. And in who would have thunk? as they say, you know, who would have <laughs> you know, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so in terms of white labeling, um, are you looking always for new product categories within the drink space to launch? I mean, what's your R and D type going on in your facility? You know, for us, uh, we, we, we manufacture, we're, we're getting ready to launch our own brand in, uh, on the CBD, uh, THC side, uh, in Canada and okay. it's called Anarchist Mountain, and it can be seen uh, on Bethcana on our website, etc. Um, uh, you know what's interesting. I think you have a, a lot of the, your viewers are familiar in the United States. You know when you take a look at of a product like uh, Keef uh, Keef uh, products, why are they so successful? You know you, you kind of look at it and you look at their their um, their flavors, and it's original cola, uh, orange crush, uh, root beer. Uh, cream right. soda, you know, we're familiar with those tastes and familiar. so familiarity, familiarity. And, yeah. you know, and so you're, you're seeing in Canada, everyone is looking, you know, what is their, their point of difference. Um, and, uh, so when you're, when you're innovating, um, you know, we like, we like the white label component of our business as well. So that's, uh, the side of the business where, uh, you could get into, you may want to go into the beverage business and, uh, we're your one-stop shop that can help you with uh, different form factors. Uh, we can help you on the formulation side. We can we can build the product for you. So you know what's what's interesting with uh, with familiarity. Uh, you'll also get the white the white label uh, component of our business is very interesting because people who become their own brand builders and create their own beverages will want to be able to uh, come to a one-stop shop like ours and be able to. Uh, not be committed to having these huge quantities that some of the big majors, like uh, uh, some of the competitors that are out in the space, that won't even look at other white label clients because they're out there trying to gain their own market share in their big, big nationals that, that may have the beverage licenses. What's what's interesting is that, um, you know, that's that for us, we, we just make sure that um, it, it meets compliance, uh, packaging is met for compliance, and that, and that the what's what's important is the people who develop these products um, also have to make sure that they can sell these products to the provinces and so once you can so in canada uh, you don't get to go to every dispensary uh, or or have access to those dispensaries on your own you have to go to every province i.e like your states and yeah. present to the provinces uh why they should buy your drink You're and what, kidding me. Really? Yes, what your point of difference is. And so, you know, it's, it's becoming very interesting and, you know, and then once it is listed um, and so you have all these, these, these provinces that are listing your product, then it's got to turn and sell because then the dispensaries have to order from those provinces. So it's uh, it's kind of interesting. So figuring out that formulation and what works is really, really, really important for the brand builder. And for us, as we have a partnership with Keith, 
it's interesting to see because, you know, when we first launched our product about a month ago, we sold out our products in Ontario and British Columbia within the first 24 hours. Yeah, so that's cool. So we, we kind of know that that following throughout North America, United States, people have heard of Keefe. Keefe is a, is a pretty awesome yeah. brand and they like the taste. Well, well, right now I am down in Palm Springs at the Hall of Flowers. This is probably air in a couple of weeks. And so if you're listening and I'm always amazed when I uh, arrive in Palm Springs airport uh, to see the wide-eyed Canadians as they are in their toques and the rest of their their wellies and stuff coming down the escalator just like oh my god it's actually warm here yeah but yeah. uh i'm sure they took the the groove of keith um from palm springs palm desert san diego you know those snowbirds and they took it right back to canada and when they saw there's like hell yeah we're gonna buy this stuff you know what it's uh it definitely has a following uh we you know we're getting ready to launch our product i i uh in the in the first quarter of uh of 222 again uh we look at what are those familiar familiar profiles that people will be familiar with. And so that's critical. It is. It is. And I, I think that's a lesson uh, for the entire cannabis industry, especially people who are nascent um, builders, makers of products right now. Um, that's a mistake you can make um, easily is you need to go to the community in namely the cannabis community and find out what they're actually like. They're, the crossovers aren't as natural as you think sometimes. I would, I would agree with you. Yes. Uh, are, are you looking at developing alcoholic beverages? And is, and is that something you can do? No, you cannot. Alcoholic beverages and cannabis are complete. Uh, co completely. Got it. Got it, um, so, got it. So for us, we look at this, we look at, you know, when you look at some of the most recent reports that are coming out in the alcohol sector and you're seeing in the millennial space that craft beers and seltzers are on a down. Uh, yeah. On a down. significant significant downward trend and, and what what is looking to replace that well the end of prohibition is here uh you know and and the alcohol companies are looking at what's the next thing for the millennials and what is it uh cannabis beverages that everybody is looking at that could be and will probably become very uh, a very important part of the business moving forward uh yeah. next year and the year after i think it's going to take over a big sector of that alcohol uh category well, my intrepid um, producer, Brosco, just uh, typed in a message to me to definitely talk about my interview with Travis Tharp, um, the CEO of, of Keefe. And it was a great interview. And for those of you who haven't listened to that interview, go back and listen to it. Very fascinating guy. Um, got his finger on the pulse of that market. Um, it, you know, it was a good interview. And now that uh, you guys are doing your collab with him, I think I wish him nothing but success up there. He is well. a great, he is a great guy and a great partner and, uh, and tremendous success for them. I think as the international market opens up, they will yeah. become, if not the dominant player when it comes to beverages. I would think so. I mean, I think he's going to be the biggest of the big in the yeah. market for sure. I would, I would agree with you. That's why yeah. we we love to partner with him. So let me just delve into something personal here on your side. Nothing too personal, of course. But I mean, were you a cannabis user at, in any respect prior? I mean, you're of a certain age. You're about probably between my age and a little older. I'm 57. But was cannabis part of your life? Canadians use cannabis a lot, but no? Uh, not really. No, no. It was, uh, it was uh, not, not uh, a daily routine for me. You know, okay. it was, uh, so it was interesting. I remember, I'll never forget when the discussion came up, when, when we went from, you know, functional uh, beverages to uh, plant-based beverage, that was our history, to alkaline 7.7 uh, .7 beautiful water. And I remember sitting at the table and, and everybody was there and 
it was a young millennial uh, and it was my son and, and, and another gentleman in the room. And they were like, wow, this would be awesome guys. Like this is, and, 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 you know, I'm exactly, as you said, I'm 54. So, you know, I'm, I'm a little yeah. bit older and uh, you could see their eyes light up and you saw that it was, you know, when you look at from a vision standpoint, you know, it was the end of prohibition of cannabis in Canada and, and the whole world is going to come to this no different than the end of prohibition of alcohol. So that was really when I was introduced to it. And uh, it's been uh, it's been a kind of a it's fun. It's fun. It's a great, great industry. Yeah, it's an interesting industry for sure. I mean, but uh, you you try your own products, though, in other words. I, I listen when these products came out to the dispensaries, I I could never you can't stop. I can't even get any product. It's sold out. Sold yeah. out. But uh, but absolutely, we uh, we we love our products and and uh, we we buy all of our products so that uh, the, the taste is amazing. And every time I give this, I give you an example. My mother's a little bit older than I am, obviously. Obviously. And uh, uh, I had gone to see her, and uh, I brought to her. Uh, I remember when she was young, she used to love root beer, so I went to the dispensaries and I bought a number of uh, orange crushed keef and a number of root beer. And uh, I went to her house and I said, mom, you got to try this and, uh, and tell me what you think. So I left her a can and uh, she never, it's infused this in Canada, it's infused with 10, 10 milligrams of THC. Okay. Uh, she has never used cannabis. Um, and she called me the next day and she said, wow, uh, I love the root beer. Um, can you make sure the next time you come over, you bring me another can? And so it was just like, it's awesome because the taste is so awesome. There's really no aftertaste in your yeah. palate whatsoever of any any kind of grass uh, taste, et cetera. It's just perfect. So yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty awesome. That is cool. That is really yeah. cool. I love yeah. hearing about new adopters too, like your mom. That's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, hey, we're older people and we, and we love it. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so what, what holds in your future? I mean, in terms of if federal legalization, which unfortunately just minutes ago, um, the stipulation within the safe banking act was, uh, taken out of the next bill, uh, was passed and we were all hoping it was going to go through. So that is going to be delayed yet again uh -huh. into 2022. Um, but when this all cracks, uh, do you have plans for expansion in the U S you know, we, we do. And that was, that's a great relationship we have with Travis and uh, our two way uh, business relationship that we have. They open up a, a ton of doors from the manufacturing perspective through every, every state. Um, and, and it opens up doors to over 1200 dispensaries. So yeah, we, we, we foresee when the time is right. And, and, uh, you know, unfortunately we thought that, 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 this discussion of federal legalization would have happened when Biden said that he was going to announce it yeah. uh, when he first started. It didn't happen. And, you know, today I, I got some intel that, you know, someone sent me a note and said it could be anywhere between a year to five years. You and I don't have the crystal ball. We don't know. Yeah. But until federal legalization in the United States, cannabis is addressed. It's still an issue. And so we, we're not ready to go into the U.S. with for THC. Because it's it's still you know you know what it's like we still yeah. have we still have that that issue. Well, it's unfortunate because it does look like a country like Germany perhaps will have the leg up on us all. Um, certainly not on people here in the U.S., but you guys in Canada probably take good advantage of that situation. 
uh, being able to maybe move products over to Germany and uh, manufacture, co-manufacture. Uh, there's so many opportunities. To me, um, this lack of foresight by our government here, um, because they're constantly um, stuck in squabbling, it never seems to end. Um, to the point where it's almost comedic at this point, if, if that's even possible to have comedy from such a shit show, excuse my French there. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's just what it is. And it's, it's very disappointing that um, the powers that be aren't recognizing the opportunities. Also, they're not recognizing the fact that uh, legalization and lower taxation will reduce crime, as um, we unfortunately have seen here in California with recent raids in Oakland, Los Angeles, and other places of cannabis um, facilities. And uh, to my amazement, yesterday when I arrived at my office in Santa Rosa, California, my uh, security guard was armed with an AR-15, which was um, quite a sorry state of where it's at and completely legal. He's, you know, checked out with the sheriff and everything. But, you know, when you're making taxation so onerous for people and you know that you're a cash industry, you know where the criminals are going to go to get that cash. And that's the end of that story, you know, um, with um, competing against other bigger entities coming into your space. Is this um, is this a concern for you? Like Molson Coors, are they going to be launching other things other than trust or are there other things going on? You know, I think I think um, uh, the the industry uh, has changed and changes, you know, we're 3.0 now, it's going to change 4.0, 5.0, compliance will change. Um, it's not to, to be in the, in the beverage business, hypothetically speaking, to be compliant, to be able to get a license. The fiscal requirement in order to be able to do that is, is quite, quite extensive. And, yeah. intense. and so uh, what I, I, I look at the bigger corporations, uh, the Molsons, Constellations, the Hexos, et cetera, they are going to go out and build their own brands and they are getting ready for legalization in this industry throughout the world. And therefore they have a competitive advantage to most people because most people do not have the equipment or the infrastructure in order to build beverages. And therefore hard to go and get a license because today, if you wish to get a license for standard processing license in Canada, the facility must already be built and you must be able to show them the facility built with the equipment inside. So you can imagine. Oh my God. Before you can get the license or even apply for the license. So you've got to invest all of that capital. What I love about being big versus being um, specialized as we are, is that we can help those, those, those companies that, that need somewhere to go, that those big guys feel that, you know, they can cut everybody out. So they've got that competitive advantage. We've got a competitive advantage as well. Lots of brands out there. You've seen the alcohol market. You see how many brands exist out there in the alcohol business. Oh, yeah. our, our cannabis business and our beverage business will be no different as this grows and this business grows. You're going to get all kinds of brands and people are going to search for newer brands and brands and brands and brands. And they're going to need somewhere to produce it. And what's beautiful is they can come to us and our MOQs are reasonable and we can help uh, the large companies LPs and we can help the craft companies. And that's the beautiful part for us. So do I see them as, uh, does it worry me? No, it gives me uh, great uh, excitement to be able to service um, 
all those clients that we service today. And service is a very important part of the business, and we excel in that area. So, no, I, I see it. Uh, I see it as complementary. And there are only so many licenses in Canada to in in the space that we're in to be able to offer the services we do. Sure. We are the most uh, probably highly efficient operation with state-of-the-art equipment and facility that exists today. And there's really only four other licenses in that white label space. So we're in a very good uh, area. That is a good area, especially to help the the smaller entities. Right. Out. I, I like that approach. Absolutely. I really do. It's kind of my my ethos too with brands we, we do, but I really dig that. Um, before we get to my final question, for you, which is, of course, the Stony Story, our fan favorite. Uh, I just want to let everyone know that uh, Sense Distribution, my uh, parent corporation, has just taken on Three Kings Empire, Three Kings, the 1.5 milligram, uh, excuse me, 1.5 gram Keef rolled wax infused doobies are now available statewide from Sense Distribution. And you look for them in a um, dispensary near you, usually very moderately cost efficient and they're very very good so look for three kings empire uh at a dispensary near you three kings always brings quality and have built a great reputation shout out to seth and stella the owners of three kings so um back to you marcello so got a stony story for us i like the, i like your mom's story though that was a good one because that really draws people in especially the people who are you know later new adopters you got anything else for us no, I think that would be probably the best one. And I'll, I'll just, I'll add on to that. So I, we, we went to, I was at her home. I was having a meeting. I had a few friends with me. I brought, uh, uh, and I had brought some beverages with me of Keith. And before I went to her house, so again, uh, she said, whatever you do, uh, if you're going to come here and you guys are going to have, you, you guys are going to be drinking your Keith, make sure that you you have one or two for me to leave behind otherwise uh you guys it's not fair so i was like i was like mom no problem so here you have like a, a 77 year old lady that uh has never ever experienced it and it uh it made her sleep well um uh she felt uh she felt uh very relaxed um the onset with keith which they have a pretty awesome uh onset of eight and a half minutes it gives a really good sensation uh, for her. And she, she was really happy. And I think for someone that's never had that experience her whole life that she grew up to, to, to be able to feel the way she did and be as, as proactive to Keefe as she was that's at great. 77. I don't know if anybody else uh, can yeah. come to that. So um, you just brought up something good. I don't want to skip over this uh, for your formulations. You don't have to be, you know, blanket here. Um, are you using nano or are you using full spectrum? Are you using, what are you using as your infused infusions? You know, we, we it, it depends on, on the emulsion that we use. Okay. Uh, it depends on the white label client, what, what sure. they, what they choose to use. Okay. What so, we, you know, with, with Keith, you use Vertosa yeah. uh, and have, uh, you, you're familiar with Vertosa. So just, just, just saw the Vertosa guys a few minutes ago. Oh, you did. Okay, great. Yeah. So, I mean, it just depends what those white label clients. So we have a variety that they can, they can choose from. So it gives them the emulsion opportunity to choose what, what is best for their beverage. That's cool. I did not know Vertosa was in Canada. That's fantastic. Yes, they are. And, uh, and they're amazing. That is super cool. Well, um, this has been a really interesting uh, take on not only your company, 
um, what you're doing, but and in Canadian uh, cannabis law too. I, I don't, we don't know very much down here about what you're up to up there. Yeah, I knew I, 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 you know, I was doing my homework and my due diligence, and and I and and I've had some other conversations with people down in the U.S. and and it's it's very um, uh, very noticeable that it is such a difference. And uh, what I can say uh, to you is that. Uh, really Canada is the benchmark and there are many uh, companies from all over the world that are coming here and that are seeing how the compliance works and what the parameters are and all the laws and how, mm -hmm. and I think that this will become the benchmark for the future because it works. That's amazing. And it's much to your credit about how you guys have instituted all this and, um, and congratulations on your success. And if you well, are you. launching other things, please, I'd like to have you back on the show. I'd love to come back. Bless you. Thank you so much, Marcello. And as always, this show is brought to you by Shuggies. That's S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S. Delicious stevia and our home baker bag available in dispensaries throughout California. We do have our new 1000 milligram nano infused agave powder coming out for you heavy hitters. So look for Shuggies at a dispensary near you. Marcello Leone, CEO of BevCana. Thank you for being on the show tonight. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. All right. Bless you and have a great evening. And bless we will catch up to you next week on days and infuse. Bye-bye. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.